What are you drinking? Uh, we got a little White Claw, Black Cherry. I I have never gotten like seltzer. I don't like seltzer water. No? Period. I don't either. So, I only like it with alcohol in it. Mm, I don't like anything carbonated. Yeah. Like I'll drink soda every now and then, but mm. I got this this boy here, uh, Scorpion Bowl IPA. Okay. First time I had it, Stone. It was good, and smooth. Yeah, it's pretty good. But anyway, uh, so we we got tons to talk about tonight. Um, so we got to hop into it, especially considering the fact that we have the last two, I think, real champions of the HDL here on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's an I think. I think it's a fact. Right. I mean, it, it's us because you, you have uh, one champion who's not in the league anymore. He's gone. So Chris doesn't count um, right. just because he took over that team. And then nobody addresses Falcone as a champion. And therefore, it's you and it's me. And right. so we're the reigning champs, I guess is one way you could put it. Um, we're, neither of us are drinking out of our mugs tonight. I know. I, was, I honestly was thinking about it, but I didn't know if there was going to be any uh, video on there. I thought it was just going to be an audio, so I didn't bring yeah, it out. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Um, so, obviously, we're in the same Dynasty League together. Uh, your team, obviously, coming off championship, probably considered the favorite heading into year two, if, if only because of that fact. Uh, but I, I think, and I just talked ahead a couple nights ago, I think me, you, and Falcone are probably still the top tier. I think that's fair to say. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Um, don't think much so, has changed. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Go on. Um, and I said to him, I think that second tier teams is gonna, this, I don't think they're going to compete this year, like for a championship, but I think they're going to mm-hmm. make a big stride this year. Yeah. I think this, I think the second tier is going to be a lot different than yeah. it was. Cause I don't know. I think after us three, it's kind of a, it's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, I, I think agree. it's going to be a lot different uh, than it was a, a year ago. What teams you know, do you guys, see coming up? You guys were talking about Mike coming up. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I think he's still another year away. Yeah, and he just traded. I mean, he just you know made the Calvin Ridley trade for another first right. the next year. So he's gearing up for something. Um, I think Billy is definitely right there the next year. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It's yeah. tough to say because they're all kind of in the same, you know, in the same boat. Yeah. But Ian's got a bunch of a bunch of first round picks uh, this year, right? A, I think he has four. He's at least yeah. three. Might have four. Because I mean, he's got uh, what Henry and doesn't he have another big name? Does he have Cook? No, I I got Cook from him. Uh, last you year. stole it, so maybe yeah. he just has Derek. Henry I get, he now. got good. He had good value. Though. I gave him two first. <laughs> well, he has guys. If uh, yeah, guys. Yeah. If guys, Henry can, and guys. He has no receivers. No I mean, receivers. Like zero receivers. I think Willie um, Sneed is a regular like staple in his starting lineup still. I think it's his wide receiver one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean he's got he's got decent quarterbacks. He's got Wentz and yeah. Josh Allen, I think. Um but I don't know. So uh, you're on your own now. Uh you got a mug all to yourself. Um uh, but I think we just gotta jump right into the deep end here. And what like what was it truly like? I don't know if we've ever got a true look behind the curtain. What was it like owning a team with your brother? Honestly, it was a lot better than I would imagine it would be. Mm-hmm. I would expect now if you asked me, like, you know, if if you said now you're going to go co-own a team with your brother, I would be 
against it a lot more than I don't know than I was. Um, like we agreed, I feel like we agreed on almost everything, which is really surprising. Um, a lot of our football, I mean, we disagree on a lot of stuff outside of football, <laughs> but <laughs> in terms of football, we agree on a lot of things. And he gave me like he gave me a lot of freedom to kind of do what I wanted as far as trades go. Um, if I had, you know, if I felt strongly about a trade, I don't think he ever was kind of on, you know, the other side, just trying to convince me otherwise. I think I could pretty much just be like, you know, just explain why I liked it and would get it done. There was a few times we disagreed. Um, I remember early on, I think it was, it was the first year I took the team and Sarlo was trying to dish us off Andrew Luck. <laughs> and I was all for it. I was like, you know, I was obsessed with it. Like, yeah, yeah, let's get him, let's get him. And I didn't really know you know, for dynasty value quarterbacks didn't really know at the time. So I was all for it and he was a little more against it than I was, but I know I convinced him like pretty easily and yeah. we got on board with it. I don't know. I think it, overall it was actually a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, I, maybe he'd agree too, because his team has gone the opposite direction since you guys. I think he have... would definitely agree. <laughs> like having me as a co-owner, even though I did, we really didn't do anything. We took over Heimball's uh, team anyway. Right. Well, I mean, so, but it was in the it was which he drafted. He just drafted an right. old team that was right. somewhat ready to compete, but not win. So we yeah. took second like three years in a row. Yeah. Then uh, it's like right in the middle of the year. It's funny. I like I I completely believe you but uh it's funny to hear you say that because i think like from an outsider's perspective we remember all like the trade negotiations that were like let me talk to troy or let me talk to mike and then mm -hmm. it came back and i was like no and we're like okay like so i think we, we assumed you guys were fighting more but yeah. you probably were just using each other as the excuse to say no <laughs> probably i don't remember I don't remember fighting with him that much. I mean, there was a few trades we probably disagreed on, but yeah, I think overall it was like not. I don't know. It wasn't as wasn't too bad. Exactly. Um, what's the maddest you've ever been in this league? I think I know. <laughs> you already know. You guys already <laughs> talked about it the other. Night. I didn't want to bring this up. You know, I was pissed. I was one of the. I was one of the ones front and forward. I wasn't talking like collusion or anything. I know some people threw that around that you guys were going to split the money or whatever. So, so you <laughs> were more mad. I was not my was, trade with head. Yes. That we talked about in the previous podcast. Then you were, when we me and Falcone made the decision to not allow your trade with Calhoun to go through. Oh, a hundred percent. I did not think, <laughs> I did not think that trade was going through. I literally texted, I messaged Falcone on Slack and said, there's no way they let this happen <laughs> at eight eighteen. <laughs> the trade deadline was eight o'clock and I, I knew the trade deadline was eight. Well, I didn't, I actually didn't, I really didn't. So with the trade, me and Calhoun, the trade, you know, the one that almost broke the league the second time. Um, <laughs> because it didn't happen. Yeah. I almost, I, I, I remember seeing things that said eight o'clock and then I remember seeing things that said, um, before the game starts Thursday night, you know, before week before 12 or whatever was the right. wording or something before like kickoff, that. Yeah. yeah. So, which was at 8.20. So, um, it was like 8.18 and we got the deal done, which of course, I was trying to get this deal done for, you know. Months. You can get, uh, yeah, years. If <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, we finally get it done at 8.18. I text, I messaged him, I said, let's, like, they're not going to let this go through, but we'll see what happens. And sure enough, you know, it happened. And it was it was one of the trades where I wasn't, like, 
thrilled with the trade. I was yeah. like, this kind of sucks, but I want to do it because I want – it was for Odell. So it was like, obviously, yeah. I want Odell. Have you – have we – I all right, I'm just going to say it. Uh, you've shown me the trade. Um, have you said it, like what it is? I don't think so. Can, can we I have can an HDL? I have, screen, I have a screenshot. <laughs> can we I have can, an HDL I, pod reveal? I'll pull it up. Off the t- as you look for it, off the top of your head, like so you won the championship the year after that trade was not allowed. Yeah. Would you have won the championship if we let that trade go through? Um, I think so, yeah. It wasn't anything that would have... It was players that I traded anyway, plus a bunch of first-round picks, which, well, I don't know, actually, because I traded a couple firsts for Dalvin Cook. Obviously, you wouldn't have had those firsts. I traded a couple firsts for Amari Cooper. That trade sucked, but um, save that for another day. But, I mean, it still helped me last year. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find this trade. Basically, I kind of remember it. It was um, he was giving me Odell Beckham and Lamar Miller, who like is out of the league now, I guess after the <laughs> year, right? Um, for I think it was Sammy Watkins, Cortland Sutton, and three firsts. Okay. So I, I mean, I would have got smoked on the trade yeah. in the long run. Um, I mean, Sutton is you know. He was a top 15 wide receiver last year, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think... One of the biggest busts in the league, so... Yeah. So, ultimately, we did you a favor, even if you would have won. Here it is. Oh, okay, so I'm wrong. It was not Sutton. It was Sammy Watkins, Robert Woods, two firsts, a second, and a third for OBJ and Miller. Yeah. Well... Yeah, maybe you still win, but... Yeah, it's close. I mean, Woods helped. I mean, he outscored Odell last year significantly. Yeah. So, And, and then, you probably don't get Cook, and then you have I Miller. Don't, I don't get Cook, now. And you have Miller, so I don't know. Who did you end up playing in the championship? Was it Falcone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I don't know if you win that. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, McCaffrey and Thomas were carrying me weekly, right. but... Dalvin was obviously huge for me last year. Woods, not so much. He didn't – I mean, he still finished okay, but he wasn't a weekly starter for me. So I said – I have the screenshot. I said, Don, 818, he said, Don, I'll take that. He goes, you have to convince Falcone, though. <laughs> <laughs> so you and then I said, him. yes. He said, I knew they were – he said, I knew they were going to fight you. I said, yeah, I was trying to get this trade done for six months, LOL. <laughs> and then I texted him again and said, I don't know how hard you want to fight this. <laughs> and then that's all I can see in my screenshot. That's funny. Um, okay. All right. Well, that was the. I would say that's probably the clip. <sighs> yeah, I think, wasn't that mad. But, I think Sarlo was pissed. Yes, he was. Thought it should have went through because there was clear. Um, it was I like I get the point mm. that it well, was. I, I know immediately you were kind of on my side of like shit. Like we gotta let this go through. Yeah, and Falco was completely the other way of no. Absolutely yeah, not. if if I were the commissioner by myself, I would have let the trade go through. Um, yeah. I do. I also completely understand where Falcone was coming from. And I did too, which yeah. is why I wasn't. I really wasn't that mad. I, I honestly wasn't. Yeah, and and like yeah. I said, maybe it was just because 
I didn't, you know, I wasn't thrilled about the trade. I still thought like, I was like on the fence when we did the trade. I was like, you know, I yeah. give up a lot. So if I would have, you know, if I was getting Odell for, you know, one first instead of two, it might have been completely different. I might have been a little more pissed. But yeah, I don't so know. you were you were more upset with the trade that I made with Head that we talked about the last Bell. week. Oh, uh, I was, was Rodgers, Bell, furious, uh, Rivers, uh, furious. Kelsey. Yep. Yeah. Um, and now, but, like I said, I wasn't screaming collusion or anything. I didn't think it was anything like that. I just right. thought that Head was an idiot <laughs> at the time. I was, just, you know, I was pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and but at the time, it was early on. I think that was the first year that I was in the in the league. Yeah, so I know. Mike had the team for a little bit before he even brought I th- me on. I, I think, think that was, was either weird. after the first season, like during the off season, or very early into the second season that that Which trade is right was around made. when I yeah right around right. when I, I think that might have been it was one of the first trades that happened since I joined the league, and I didn't really um, understand like the value of first round picks at all at the right. time because i was like okay it's all rookies so they're right, worthless right. so i saw a couple a couple of rookie picks and philip rivers and travis kelsey who really wasn't anything at the time no no nothing the trade in hindsight actually might have worked out in head's favor i think it did yeah i mean i th- i think all of us myself included and i mean head I don't know that head had this foresight or not but i think we all at that point were still overvaluing quarterbacks yeah, exactly. So the fact that, that Rodgers was involved. I thought Rodgers was, you know, if, if we were drafting a startup league at the time, Rodgers is probably going in the second round. And it was Bell's like, yeah, you're right. And probably was, going in the second round. And Bell is probably around the 1.01, 1.02. It, yeah, it was Bell's like 22 or 23 year, year season. Exactly. So, so I'm like a couple rookies and, a you know, a quarterback that's not even close in value to Rodgers. Right. Uh League wide, which which trade or lack of trade in your and Calhoun's case do you think came closer to breaking the league? I I think I think the Bell trade. I yeah. still think, yeah, I think so. Because when, when once people start like claiming collusion and stuff like that, it, it gets ugly. Um, I know and people did that. With, the, with us not letting it go through because, well, because it was you and Alan or you and Falcon are the commissioners, commissioners and, you, and the two best teams right competing against me so yeah that's it true. happened it happened it both times it did I mean but. obviously I was involved in one of the trades so and uh, it, was also, it was also early a lot earlier on yeah when yeah. we weren't as committed like there's I don't think there's anything that can break the league at this point yeah, there's probably just a lot of name calling that could happen. Exactly. <laughs> um, so there was once upon a time with a trade where you thought Head didn't know what the hell he was doing. Um, now we're six years into the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think personally, I think that everyone in the league now has some sort of strategy. I don't think that everyone in the league has a strategy that will work. Right. But I think everyone thinks they know what they're doing. So uh, I'm going to put you on the hot seat. How uh, rank your league Uh-oh. mates <laughs> from like worst to best? Like who, just in terms of knowing what the heck they're doing in a dynasty league, like who, because I'm not asking you to call anybody bad. 
right? Like, I mean, no, not right. I think you kind of, <laughs> you I kind of are. I totally am. But so who, who knows the most about what they're doing to the least? You can put yourself in it right. or not. That's up to you. Well, all right. <laughs> I hope they're not listening to this. <laughs> I can um, they're not no, right now, so, but they're going so to. So I agree that everyone actually, the more I talk to everyone, the more I'm like, okay, they get this now. Yeah. Like I a hundred, like two, three years ago, I'm like, okay, they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. And I, like, I personally didn't really either. I mean, I obviously like knew what I was doing with, in terms of fantasy football, but in terms of dynasty, uh, like I said, the, the Andrew Luck trade, like Charlotte was trying to give me Andrew Luck for, you know, first round picks, like plus young receivers. And I was like all for it. I'm like, dude, we got to do this. We got to do this. Like Andrew Luck. And in reality, I'm, if you offer me a quarterback for a first round pick, I'm going to tell you to, you know, get yeah. rocks. it's not happening. So I think it's for everyone. Um, I do think everyone, the more I talk to everyone, the more I'm like, okay, like they get it. I don't think anyone in the league is clueless. Um, but all right, I guess we'll, just, we'll go to just rankings. Do it. Just all say right. it. <laughs> so we started with, we started with, with 12 or are we going from one down? Uh, let's say, let's start with one. Who knows? Right, start the with most. One. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, should, <laughs> it's like kind of, Tears as well. Get, I think tears the, is fine. Yeah, yeah. I think we got to go tears. Okay. Um, the top tier, this is based off of just conversations I've had with them and obviously like team success. I have to factor in. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to not put Falcone. The top tier, Falcone, you, even though the team success hasn't been there, Sarlo, I think that we pretty much agree on most things. And I got to give Solo credit. Like he never went out and was trying to fleece people. Yeah. Early on, I think me, you, and Falcone are like the guiltiest of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which those days, I think they're over. Um, I don't think any trades. I don't have think been. you can fleece. I really, you well, one, you can't, and like two, I really personally, like, I, I don't know, I wouldn't like personally try to fleece anyone that bad where it's going to actually you know, affect yeah. them long-term. And I don't think anyone is capable of like being fleeced like that. Everyone has a good idea of what they're doing. Um, but Sarlo, like, I think he kind of knew what he was doing before any of us. In I, a way. Yeah, I think I agree. And I think and that he never trade is part of that. Yeah, exactly. At the time you're looking at Andrew Luck as the youngest franchise right. quarterback that's putting up close to 5,000 yards a year. And it's not the fact that Sarla knew Andrew Luck was going to retire early. It's the well, fact no, that exactly. he knew quarterbacks, quarterbacks weren't as valuable. Yeah, exactly. So I think I still have to put Sarlo up there. I would put it Falcone, you, Sarlo as the top three. Okay. I think Mike is right behind you guys. Um, he, a couple, like two years ago, I think he would be at the top because he was all in on football and he just like lost a little bit of interest in it Yeah, because the Cowboys are extremely frustrating to be fan base, <laughs> like to be a fan of. So it is hard to, you know, dedicate like that much time to it. And you yeah. know that, you know, something bad is going to happen at the end. Well, and, and but he was, and I mean, his life has changed since then too. True, He's got true. A, a real big boy job. Good job. Very true. So I think he's, Right behind you guys would be the fourth. Okay. Um, after that, is he his is he his own tier, or are I, these people? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think he's probably his own tier. I okay. think Falcone, you and Sarlo are the top tier. 
I think okay. Mike is probably in the next year by himself. He's okay. a little step behind you guys. I think the next year would be Marino. See, Billy is <laughs> – I thought Billy was – I thought he was kind of clueless when he came on, which it just takes – it really just does take time to yeah. learn Dynasty. Yeah, like yeah. Said, like, we've all been in it, and we all didn't know. And, like, I feel like we all have, like, a very good grasp of it now because we've been in the league for four or five, six years, whatever it's been. And I thought Billy – I mean, he didn't. He just didn't do anything his first couple of years owning the team. He literally did nothing. But the more – you know, the more I kind of, like, talk to him, I do think he gets – you know, he has a pretty good idea of it. So I yeah. would put Marino, Chris, and Billy in that next year. Okay. And I think the last year – would be, <laughs> um, and no, nah, I, I, they like I said, they all know what they're doing. But I know these, I'm just laughing so hard. Make, <laughs> they don't make a lot of moves. All these teams, I got four teams left. They don't. Okay. They just don't do a lot. And I don't have a lot of trade. They probably think I have a lot of trade negotiations with them because I probably try to trade with them more than anyone else. But compared to everyone else, I don't have that much. I like that you said at the start of all this that you wouldn't make any trades trying to please anyone. And then you just said that you're trading, you're sending the most trade negotiations to the bottom so no, tier. No, to them than anyone else, I'm saying. I trade with, <laughs> I offer more trades to the top tier guys. Okay. You, okay. Sarlo, gotcha, Mike. Gotcha, 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 I, gotcha. I offer more of them, but the bottom tier, I think I offer more than everyone else because Got, I just okay, offer okay, more okay. trades to yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they <laughs> okay. probably think I try to trade them a lot, but I don't because I don't. It's probably not going to happen. Um, I would say Bipu, Head, Calhoun, Ian is the ranking. Okay. And right. I think Ian just needs more experience. I don't know if he did Dynasty before this. Um, and I, like, Yeah, I don't think I don't, so, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So I think early on he's another one that just wouldn't make moves because I don't know if he just kind of wanted to see like how things would play out. Yeah. Um, but the more we've negotiated, I think the more he, you know, I think everyone, honestly, Calhoun, I don't know. Calhoun just doesn't answer. So I really don't know. <laughs> I, so I put you, I made you rank all these people. So I'll, um, yeah, you have to people will well. be mad at you. So I'll at least comment on, I didn't want to so rank that- head in the last tier, but, <laughs> the levy on Bellatrade and it's just it's just sticking with me. Well, now, he I got think, a lot better. I he, think he Head is one of the ones who like like he might win like most improved. No, a hundred percent. Because one hundred percent. Early yeah. on he, he just didn't he just didn't get it. Like the value of Dynasty, I just don't think he Well, and I think like just his personality of being so like which way is the wind blowing today? Like he would sell i mean the i don't remember the one trade he made the belt he went like all in on jamal charles that remember? was with me no i thought no that was with got, um he's not in the league anymore john mealy he traded but like he the, traded a lot for jamal charles for jamal I ended up charles. getting jamal charles from him from but Ed, but the thing like too, but. i feel like i'd have to look at the trades i'm not gonna but like i feel like it was like the next year after the bell trade that he went all in for Jamal Charles. Correct. And I do remember. Yeah. It's just like the bell trade was perceived badly, but long-term like the value was close at least. Yeah. Um, And, but then to go ahead and so you're selling 
Aaron Rodgers. You're selling a 23-year-old running back who's like top three running back in the league at the time. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, you're going all in for Jamal Charles. Like he didn't have a direction. The direction, yeah. It was kind of um, just bouncing around and yeah, whatever and he I was think, kind of feeling that I day. think he's getting that. Like he has to choose a direction and stick right. it out. Um, so I think he he's improved. But I, I think the bottom tier there is probably still the right place for him. But I think he's he's moving in the right direction anyway. Uh, I would say like Marino is probably the one who I'm not sure. That, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a good point. I really don't know. Like um, actually, him and Calhoun are similar to me. Marino yeah. makes a few more trades and is at mm-hmm. least more willing to talk trades. But like, I don't know that. I don't know that they know what they're doing, but I also don't know that they don't know what they're Agreed. doing. I, I have think, no idea what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I think Marino has a better idea than Calhoun. I don't, but th- again, you're right. I don't. I really don't know. It's kind of just speculation. Calhoun just says, you know, I'll offer Calhoun a trade, and he'll say, I'll look it over, and they just never, you know, he just doesn't get back to you. Right. So I have no idea if he even even looked at the trade that I offered him. I have no idea <laughs> if he actually even did it. But Marino, I've had, I've had a decent amount of conversations with Marino over trades, and I think most of the things that he says are true. Um, I, put him in, I put him in that middle tier because, I don't know, I just think, I think he's made a lot of sense. Billy, I had, I had, Chris, I haven't really talked to at all. I made one trade with Chris. It was the Julio trade, which he won, clearly. Um, that was a bad trade for me. I overpaid. I knew I overpaid, but I was all in on the mug last year. So yeah, and you I got wanted, it. So. wanted Julio. So I knew it was overpaying, but it was, it is what it is. Um, that's really the only time I've like actually talked to Chris about any type of trade or anything with fantasy. So he's kind of just, I just stuck him in the middle. Cause I really don't know. Yeah. Billy, I, I thought Billy, I thought early on was just didn't, didn't really know that much because I would like he would get offered a trade for a first round pick and say, no, like I'm not touching that. You know, you're not touching that first, but then I would offer a first round pick for one of his players and he's not interested at all. <laughs> right. Do you value, do you value draft picks or do you not? It's kind of, yeah. you know, in that but thing. I, but think, now, I think Billy, cause Falcone, I think does the same thing. I think I, we're all guilty right. in some part to oh, overvaluing the players on the our players. roster, but I think Falcone and Billy, Billy are, and the, Falcone are, the, are the worst the, the, yep. at that. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Every, I mean, basically every player starts at a first if they're on their oh, roster. hundred percent. And then it only goes up from there. Yep. Agree. Um, I love that Beepoo's in the bottom tier. He, I haven't talked to Beepoo about anything involving fantasy football in, in, since our Michael Thomas trade, probably. And he gave up Michael thank you, Thomas. Thank you so for that. But clearly, actually, it wasn't that bad for him because he ended up. I gave him a first. He got extremely lucky that that first ended up being the one point oh one, and he got Saquon Barkley. But if that first didn't end up being the one point oh one, that was a complete robbery. So he got a little lucky there. But other than that, like we haven't really had any discussions, and he's been pretty quiet on the trade end. So I stuck him in the bottom tier because I just don't. I mean, he keeps. He keeps winning. He has success in the league. Winners so, win, right? So it's kind of tough to put him down there, but just as far as moves that he's made and conversations we've had, we haven't, you know, I haven't ever left a conversation and been like, okay, like he, he, he gets it. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Not that, I, you know, not that he doesn't, 
like you said, it's a lot of speculation and a lot of it I don't really know fully, but yeah. I just haven't had that moment. So, yeah, I feel that with Bipu. I'm not, I'd love to say he's just terrible, but that's just yeah. because it's fun to pick on him. But right. <laughs> I, I don't really know. I, I don't know that I have a firm grasp on how well he understands this. Yeah, he's one of the wild cards. I have no idea what he knows. Yeah. Like, he could come in and be like, yeah, I haven't watched football in five years. I have no idea what's going on. And I'd be like, okay, I, that makes sense. Or yeah. he could be, you know, a genius and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. I just don't <laughs> like making a lot of moves. Yeah. But, all right, so since you asked me that question, well, yeah. do, do you want to do, you want to do your rankings? or No. No, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to, all right. So I have a similar type of question for you. Okay. Um, so if you had to vacate your team that you have now for two right. years, we'll say the 20, the 2020 season, say, assume we have a season this year. Right. 2020, 2021, and then the whole off season. And then you have to come back, put your money into the league for 2022. So, season. so you missed two and a half years. So I missed I'm, this whole off season. I'm coming back at like September 2020. September, yep, correct. Okay. You have to rank the owners that you would let manage your team in that time span. Okay. No Scott. Scott's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One owner. Okay. You have to rank them. Of the primary owners. Correct. <clears throat> okay. Um, all right. I think, I think Falcone's my... There's probably tiers here too, but I didn't. Tier. I didn't take the time to tier. Uh, Falcone is probably my number one. Uh, my yeah. my thought is he's active enough on the trade market, but he's not. I think he has lost some trades. He's probably lost the least amount of trades, but he's lost mm-hmm. some. But the only trades he's lost have been an attempt to get the mug. Like kind of right. like Julio trade, right? Kind of like that. So if he's going to make any moves, I think they're going to be, be beneficial, uh, at least in the short term for our team. Um, I think you're probably my number two, um, for similar type reasons. I think you came in when you took over. Whose team did you take over? Mealy. Okay, when you took over his team, it was a mid league team. Right. A couple of years later. You won the mug. So I think one year, one year, we'll go one year later. <laughs> <laughs> one year later, you win the mug. I think you're starting in a better place with my team than you were with Mealy's. So mm-hmm. I'll let you run with that. Um, I agree that I think Sarlo is ahead of the curve. I think uh, it's fun to bust his balls um, that he hasn't won. Or see, I want to. I want to interject here real quick. Okay. okay. Don't want to interrupt you, but I. Like I put Sarlo at the top of my rankings for knowing what he's doing, but he's probably at the bottom of my list for this. Okay. Because he's active, he's going to make a lot of trades. Well, I mean, you know, not a lot, but he's definitely going to yeah, be yeah. More, more active, more active than, than some. And with my team, I'd almost rather have someone that, like, I, th- I mean, Falcone is the one because he's not going to, he, he, he doesn't make a trade unless he's winning it. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's not a risk taker. Right. You, I think you and Sarlo, even though I ranked you guys at the top of knowing what you're doing, you guys are going to take a lot more chances and I could have a completely different looking team <laughs> in two, three years. When I so come I'm, back. I'm towards the bottom of your list. As I well. think you would be <laughs> towards the bottom of my list. 
I can I I can appreciate that. I I respect that. But I Sarlo and I. So when I like tried to trade with Sarlo, Sarlo, I would say actually for me is one of the hardest slash easiest <laughs> players yeah. to trade with because I think our evaluations are always like the same. Okay. Like I think I BS the least with Sarlo in trade negotiations. A hundred percent. I don't BS at all. Like we get I'm to just the like, point, this is just, the, this, this is the is guy it. that I want. This is what I'm willing. Like what can we come to agreements with that? I might be able to convince Scott of that right. is I my agree. trade negotiations with Sarlo. Yep. So the fact that we see eye to eye, I, I see what you're saying. I get why you would have them low, but I think I'm going to keep them third because yeah. I, it feels like we see eye to eye on things. Yeah. Um, I, um, I actually put your brother, I put Mike fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I do, uh, as he I'm gets, saying this, yeah, you're second guessing. I'm second guessing because, <laughs> because of the trades he made, like I ranked him the like preseason power ranks last year. Mm-hmm. I ranked him as a potential playoff team. I think I put him in seventh and yeah. then he made a few trades where he's like, I'll wait till next year. So I'd be afraid that he'd look at, if he took over my team, that he would look at your team and Falcone's team and be like, nah, we can't win. And then lose a couple games. And, and then yeah, I come back and, um, and he'll make moves. I agree. Mike's towards the bottom of my list for sure. I'm actually, I'm moving Mike down. Mike, <laughs> Mike, you are moving down. I'll figure out where to put you in a second. So Chris would be my next one. Um, Chris is a little bit of an unknown, but he is in the uh, Superflex League that you and I kind of co-own a team uh, together. Yeah, in. You, you own. But. <laughs> you own and you, I own and you consult. Um, Chris. I don't consult apparently anymore. <laughs> I just get emails that DeAndre Hopkins was traded. <laughs> just get I, emails that DeAndre Hopkins was traded for Nick Chubb. And then I text you and say, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> we can talk about that later, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but anyway, Chris would be next. I think he knows what he's doing. Uh, he hasn't completely proven that out, but I think he knows what he's doing. I actually have Calhoun next because I know I would walk back to the same exact, exact team. Exact same team, right. Um, and, and more picks than I probably would have had if I owned the team. Um, Marino, I have next. Um, kind of similar reasons. He's a little more active than Calhoun, but not much. He's not going to blow the team up. He's not going to blow the team up. Ian, I have next. Um, Ian and Billy are probably... Calhoun, Dan, Ian, and Billy are probably all tied for the same mm-hmm. spot because it's all the same rationale. Like They're right. not going to blow the team up if they make a move. It probably is like a small benefit to our team but mm. at, it's not going to kill the team if we don't win that trade right. um and then i've had so then i would probably put mike next uh-huh. and then uh i would probably put mike in that tier somewhere but probably towards the front of that tier then i would have head <laughs> i would have head I, like i said i think he gets it now and I think he can pick a direction and run with it. But I would like to see that for a couple of years before he takes over my team. Yeah. Did I miss anybody? I don't think so. Beepoo. Be oh, he's not touching my team. He's not allowed he's anywhere last. near my team. No. He's last. Yeah. I would die and dissolve the league before Brett <laughs> could take over my team. He can't have it. I would let Millsy. Millsy is first. Millsy is before him. Um, <laughs> Ryan, if he even exists, is before he, him. Oh, I've, dude, I've been talking to Ryan for days. <laughs> that, that I think Robert, it's Billy. That, that Robert Woods trade, that was all Ryan, man. Billy's we actually, we'll, get, we'll get to that okay. soon because 
I I haven't really digested that yet. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that that that's my rankings there. I like it. You talked me into moving a bomb down, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I think. Well, you think you I'm get what I'm saying Charlo. though. I get what you're saying, Charlo, and even myself. And me. If you rank me lower, I would not. You know, I wouldn't be offended at all. Yeah, because yeah. I'm going to make a lot of trades probably, and you could yeah. have a completely different team in two years. Yeah, you will. Juju will be gone. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you will not have Juju on the roster when you come back. Yeah, I actually so. I traded DeAndre Hopkins in our Superflex League. Let's talk about it now. We can talk about it now. I traded uh, DeAndre for Nick Chubb. I talked about it with Head. You heard right. that conversation. I did. Uh, you were less happy about my trade. A lot. And less positive about my trade than I was. I mean, I made it. Um, right. Or Head seemed to be. Uh, your thoughts on that trade? So it was D- it, Superflex, not that it matters, but it was DeAndre Hopkins for Nick Chubb straight up. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins is, is well. He'd be. Uh, you guys are ranking your receivers. He's my number two. Okay. Behind Thomas. Yeah. He's still my two. I don't think. I don't think the Arizona move. The Arizona move hurts him at all. I think he stays. I mean, all right. It could. It could lower him a little bit. Obviously, learning a new offense. They probably have. They do have more weapons. More, you know more people to get balls going around. Um, but I just think the targets are going to be there. I think Kyler is going to have a pretty good year. I don't think he's, you know, he's not one of the quarterbacks that I dread a receiver going to. Um, Stefan Diggs, <clears throat> get that later. <laughs> but uh, I, I, yeah, I think his value is like pretty much, is pretty much the same. I still think he's going for, you know, close to a hundred receptions, 14, 1500 yards, double digit touchdowns. So yeah. I think he's going to be, Right there. And Nick Chubb, I mean, I like him, but I'm still on the, you know, receiver over running back. Mm. I think that's probably the biggest. Difference. That's the biggest, the biggest thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I like Chubb a lot. I think, you know, he's a stud, but I'm still yeah. on the, yeah, I'm still on the receiver over running back train, which you are apparently off of now. I, I think I am. Uh, yeah. And it, it, am. It's, it's, in fantasy, it's weird because in redrafts, obviously you're on running backs. Right. Of course. But in Dynasty, my strategy is still build that receiving court that you just stack receivers and then running backs. You can kind of go through every couple of years yeah. because when you look at it, I mean, if you go back, if you go back three ish years, the number one running backs are who Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson. They're the, the first pick first and second pick in the draft probably Yeah. in a startup. And now they're, they're not worthless, but they're you know yeah, way yeah, down. Yeah. Way down. Yeah. They're not close to the top. If you yeah. look at the top receivers, you're looking at Julio, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I mean, Odell is dropped, but I still think yeah. he's you know. Yeah, there's the a, there's top. a longer run for wide receivers than running backs, and I don't. I'm not here saying that's not true, uh, yeah. but I do think with that top tier of running back that running back is just such a shallow position that if you can get one of those top tier and I'm not even 100%. necessarily here to defend the DeAndre Hopkins trade because mm. I, I get what you're saying. Like it was, but, but if you can get a top tier running back, you are at such an advantage at that point um, versus wide receiver, because I think wide receiver is so deep and 
and I don't think it's wise. I actually think I'm more willing to gamble in that Superflex league than I am in like, yeah. our dynasty. Right. Yeah. That's also part of why I made that trade. But mm-hmm. so I am gambling a little bit, I think, on Juju Smith Schuster because he's on my roster and that he's on our roster in that league as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of has to bounce back for that trade to really work out in our favor. Yeah. Um, but um, you made, you made a, another trade with me. Uh, you made a trade with me in, in our league. I did. Um, and you referenced Stefan Diggs. Uh, that was part of the trade. Uh, <laughs> I sent you Stefan Diggs and Philip Lindsay for Leonard Fournette. Uh, that we both agreed that that was close and mm-hmm. we weren't like super thrilled with it at the time that we made it. Um, after we made that trade, Stefan Diggs went to Buffalo and Denver signed uh, Melvin Gordon, which I think probably hurts Royce Freeman more than it hurts Phil Lindsay. But I, I can't, I don't think we can say it doesn't hurt Philip Lindsay. Um, so, one, how mad are you at me? And two, uh, like, what were you thinking at the time of the trade? So, definitely, I'm not mad at all. Um, <laughs> I'm not mad at all. I think I would still, I honestly would probably still do the trade. Okay. Because, like I just said about running backs, how you look and they're at the top, and then you know, a couple of years later, they're phasing out of the league. I think I sold on Fournette at the right time. Mm-hmm. I think his value is still high. Next year, he's a free agent, and at that point, once a running back hits free agency, they're probably not getting any type of long-term deal with their yeah. team. A couple yeah. guys do, but soon after that, you're basically you're floating on one to two-year deals, kind of journeyman style, mm-hmm. which he can give you a couple of years potentially, I mean, or he could phase look at out. Melvin Gordon. Exactly. That's what we're kind of talking about. Right. So yeah, same thing. So I had no problem getting rid of Fournette, which is kind of why I wanted to do the trade. Um, I still think, I mean, this year, it's, it's, it's kind of weird for me because this year he helps me a lot more than Stefan Diggs and Philip Lindsay do. But right. I think this is kind of one of the things that um, like I kind of do well. I don't know if I do. I don't know. But one thing in dynasty is I don't, you have to pick a direction in some sort, but if you're getting value on a trade, I think you kind of do it unless it makes no sense at all. So like Mm -hmm. while Leonard Fournette would help me a lot more this year than Diggs and Lindsay, I think that overall in the long run, I win the trade in terms of value. And I don't know. I mean, everyone, everyone that I talk to, loved my end of the trade they loved okay. it yeah i didn't as much i thought it was even <laughs> but everyone was like oh dude, yeah 100 yeah, yeah take it and i mean i thought it was even because fernet is you know he's a, pretty much a lock rb1 this year right he's one of the few bell cow running backs left even though the jags are the jags are gonna be bad yeah. they're gonna be losing a lot of games that's another you know i think they're gonna be probably the worst team in the league um so i think they're gonna be losing a ton of games I think that hurts him slightly. I don't think he kills him. I think he's still going to get, you know, a lot of dump offs and things like that. But, uh, so when, uh, when we made the trade, I, there were rumors and I guess there are rumors all the time that Diggs is going to get traded, but, um, Mm -hmm. 
then he like tweeted out something the day he got traded, but it was like on to new things or whatever it was that he said. And Scott messages me and he's like, uh, you better hope I'm not mad in the next 24 hours or whatever. And I'm starting to, I'm trying to think like realistically, I, wherever Diggs would have landed, I would have con- tried my best to convince Scott that that was a worse place than Minnesota. Yeah. But when I was like thinking about where realistically could he go and is that worse than Minnesota? And I was like, every place that like came to mind, I'm like, I kind of like that that's more better. than Minnesota. Right. That's better. That's better. And then it comes in that he went to Buffalo. And I was like, that's the place. That's, that's the, place. the place that I wasn't thinking about. <laughs> I agree. I think, I think it's even, I'm not even, I am mad that he went to Buffalo because he got traded. I'm not mad that he's in Buffalo over Minnesota. I think, I think he's going to get more. He's definitely going to get more targets in Buffalo. I personally am not a Josh Allen guy at all. Yeah. I'm, not I'm just not. I know then I've been everyone's gonna know I've been shopping digs. I literally reached out to every single owner in the <laughs> league shopping digs. And it's not because I obviously I like him. I just traded for him. And you know I've tried to trade for him for years. I don't like Josh Allen. So if there's someone out there that does like Josh Allen, they're gonna value digs higher than I do. Right. Just you know, it's just common sense. Yeah, so yeah. I obviously reached out to everyone because I'm like, oh, someone's gonna be like, Oh yeah, Josh Allen is a very good young quarterback. Which there's a lot of people that think that. Mm-hmm. I think I'm on in the minority thinking that he stinks. Right. Honestly. So if there's people out there that think Josh Allen is a very good young quarterback and you can get a number one wide receiver to pair with a good young quarterback in a dynasty league, they're going to be all over it. Yeah. So it just makes sense that there was people that would value him, you know, that like that move a lot. Yeah. I personally don't, just because I'm not a Josh Allen fan. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Buffalo. Uh, I think in Minnesota, Diggs thrived on efficiency, uh, and I think he'll be less efficient in Buffalo, but I think he could see an uptick in volume, which may, fantasy point-wise, may make up for that. Um, yeah. and, and I hear you on, on Fournette, his free agency. Honestly, um, and don't tell Scott, but that was like the biggest hang-up for me in the trade was uh, Fournette being so close to free agency. And mm. nowadays, when running backs hit free agency, you just don't know what's going right. to happen. Like, um, I think Devontae Freeman's still out there, right? He hasn't signed. He is still out there, yeah. And he's 26, 27. Yeah, yeah. You're older. So, um, I mean, so we'll see. Uh, yeah. I, I still like the trade because, again, I mean, I think – but I think you're right. The point that you made – so I'm happy with the trade because I think it helps me more this year. Right. Um, I Long-term remains to be seen. But I don't think I don't think you get cru- like there's no way you get crushed right. long term. It's yeah. not like you gave up. And you know? I think Unless from- if, if the Broncos didn't sign Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay outscored right. Leonard Fournette this year, which is somewhat possible if they didn't sign Melvin Gordon, then you're like okay, obviously yeah, yeah, but- yeah. Freeman, if they completely move away from Freeman, correct, and it's just Lindsay, that which was- obviously is not happening. Right, that was a possibility. It is no longer a possibility. Um, yeah. I will say for both of us, and this is kind of, this goes to like dynasty uh, strategy overall. I think for both of us, there is iffiness in this trade, but because you and I are willing to trade, it matters less. Because if we end up losing this trade, we're going to make another one. You know what I mean? Like, I think trading a lot actually, well, you can trade a lot and just destroy your team. 
like that is possible. But if you know what you're doing and you're willing to trade a lot and move a lot, that when you make bad trades, you're more Mm -hmm. likely to recover because you're active. You know what I mean? I agree. There's, there's trades I make to set up other trades. Yeah. 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 So like I can give you an example. So I think it was about a year ago. I made a trade with Sarlo for Keenan Allen and T Y Hilton. Mm -hmm. I gave up, I gave up Andrew Luck back to Sarlo. (laughs) No quarterback. I gave Andrew Luck. I knew he was retiring. He called me personally. (laughs) So Andrew Luck, Curtis Samuel and two first round picks. For Keenan Allen and T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Pretty fair trade. Yeah, Seems yeah. good. And I was, you know, I wasn't, this was the year I was not competing for a championship. This was the first year I had the team. I was middle of the pack. So I wanted my first round picks because I wasn't going to win. But I love the value of getting Keenan Allen and T.Y. Hilton for two firsts and a quarterback. Yeah. So I did that trade not really going in the direction that I wanted to go, but just because I thought I was winning from a value perspective. And then I immediately at the trade deadline traded T Y Hilton to Bipu for two first back and a sec and a second. So I basically traded Andrew Luck for Keenan Allen. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I traded, you know, I, I traded the two first and then I got two first back for Hilton. Yeah. So it's just moves like that. And I basically was getting Keenan Allen for free. Right. And I think whether you have the foresight, you had the foresight that you knew you were going to do that or not. Like, well, no, but. Right. But the <laughs> fact that you and I are so active that. But I knew, I did know in the long run, like I'm probably going to trade. Right. Well, like I'm probably going to. I can take a slight loss or I can, I can gamble on a trade where I'm not sure if I'm winning or losing right now because I know in the future I'm going to make a trade that lets me win this one. Yeah, I, I also just like making trades. Yes, I, I, I think that's part of the dig straight too. Was we were in like a I was, of the season exactly. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, so um, we talked trades. We talked uh, our league mates, but big part of dynasty, especially this time of the year when, uh, at least when COVID nineteen isn't running running rampant all over America and the world, rookies is the talk for dynasty. Um, so. Why don't we just give me your top five? We'll do top five uh, rookie mm-hmm. wide receiver and running back. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with wide receiver. Who? Let me. I have my top five. Um, I think there's going to be at least one difference because I've, so. already, I've already there, talked. There about will definitely there will definitely be one difference, at least one difference. Um, but go I ahead, think. give me your top five, and then uh, I'll do my top five, and then we'll talk about it. All right. So this is fantasy specific. Not, not NFL. Five. Okay. Not NFL. This is Fantasy. different than my, okay. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is different than my top five. Yeah. You know. I mean, it would be mine too, and we'll get to it. We'll get to okay. It. <laughs> so I have one. I have CD Lamb. Two, I have Jerry Judy. Three, I have Denzel Mims, and this is where we get off. Those are my. Those are my top my three. Rankings. Those are oh, my top the three. three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Four, I have Henry Ruggs. Okay. And five is – this is probably my biggest um, debatable one. I have T. Higgins five. Okay. 
I have yeah, a yeah. feeling that you're going to disagree with that. I very much do not like T. Higgins. I knew it. I knew it. I literally knew it. You're a measurable. You're a measurable. I'm a measurable um, guy. Test. Yep. 100. Yep. I I knew he was going to test. He's someone that I flip flopped on. Yeah. About ten times. Like during the season, I'm all in on Higgins. This guy's a stud. And then towards the end of the season, I'm like, ah, he just you know doesn't do it for me. And then I'm back on. I'm like, oh, I love Higgins. Yeah. And then I'm like, in the combine comes, I'm like, ah. He's he's whatever, yeah. and now, um, I think I'm back on board. I do. I, I and you know I knew he wasn't going to test exceptionally well at the combine, but I, re- I I like him, man. I really do. I think especially for fantasy purposes, I think he gives you the red zone threat. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be kind of like uh, um, our second white side. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I no, I was. So I'll go on record of I was ecstatic that the Eagles made that pick. Which, which round. for the unknown, for those who don't know you, means <laughs> you did not like Arcega Whiteside. Yeah. So <laughs> as a Cowboys fan, I yes. love the pick. Yes. I was very mad when they took Miles Sanders. Yeah. Very I mad. love I love Miles Sanders. So right now I can say I was pretty on point with that draft. <laughs> Miles Sanders was my RB one. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah. You and Mike had a nice little debate on that. Yeah. And I had I had Jacobs and Sanders, 1A, 1B. I was yeah. right up there with both. I like both of them a lot. And I think they're pretty much <laughs> dead even as of now. Still, yeah, yeah. I don't think and, you could say one's better than the other. Yeah, I think yeah. they, they both and, looked really good. And if, if the coach speak out of Oakland is true, that they're going to get Jacobs more involved in the passing game, then yeah. I think even more so they're 1A, 1B. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I would like to just go – literally on record as we are recording this and just rub it in Sarlo's face one more time that he took David Montgomery over Miles Sanders. But uh, I was shocked. I was shocked <laughs> at that pick. I don't, I'm not sure at some point we'll talk to a Sarlo. lot of, a lot of people did. Yeah. A lot of people went Montgomery over Sanders and I was surprised. I get the landing spot. I mean, he had more of an opportunity. Obviously Eagles, right. you know, have not committed to a running back in a long yeah. time since LaShawn McCoy, but I I just I don't know Montgomery just didn't he just didn't move the needle for me. Yeah, I just thought Sanders was a much better player. All right, so we we have a couple of differences. Um, you knew I wasn't gonna like T Higgins. Um, I had a feeling, and uh, and I don't I I'm not sure exactly where I I would rank him. I just know in a rookie draft he's gonna go before I'd be willing to take him. So yeah, I'm he's not really on my radar because of that. Um, but Lamb, Judy, Mims are my one through three as well. Um, okay. I actually have uh, Jalen Rieger as my number four. Uh, probably some measurable stuff going mm-hmm. on there. Um, and then, um, I so Ruggs is probably my number five. But to make a point, I'm going to put Justin Jefferson at my number five. Okay. Um, because I think Ruggs... <sighs> Ruggs... I, I asked in our Slack, what is his ceiling? And you said Tyreek Hill. And I get it, but I, I don't think so. Like, I don't know. He's fast. He's, he's got the measurables you want for a guy his size. Yeah. But there really just aren't a lot of guys who are excellent at that size and speed. I think he's a bigger – when we talk about NFL versus fantasy, I think Ruggs at real-life NFL – 
I get that he's going to be a first-round pick. I think he should be a first-round pick. I don't know that I think he should be the first wide receiver off the board, which there's more and more talk that that might Mm -hmm. happen. I don't know that I would go that far. But in fantasy, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just scared from Will Fuller, John Ross, um, that I'm not willing to say he's Tyreek Hill. Totally agree. Uh, I have him four. Yeah, which I, it's not super high. I, I mean, wasn't a, thrilled about having him four. I just yeah. think if if you're getting a receiver drafted, he's going in the top 15. It's going to yeah. be extremely hard to not take a receiver drafted in the top 15 overall picks you know, as a top four dynasty wide receiver. It's just yeah. going to be tough. And he is extremely fast, but he also is – he's a little bit strong. He's a little bit thicker, a little bit stronger than some of those guys. I think he can – um, use his body a little bit more than them, and he can run routes. I mean, he does have a few drops, um, but I think he's a better receiver than the John, you know, John Ross and, and Will Fuller. I hate, I hated Will Fuller coming out. I really did. Yeah. Um, he had the speed, but I, did, I just, I didn't like his game. I don't know. I like Ruggs. I think he's good. Um, he does definitely. I mean, I have, I would have him over Denzel Mims, and if I was drafting for an NFL team. But yeah, yeah. in terms of fantasy, I think Mims can can give you a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so I think we kind of agree on 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 rugs as a whole. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. you had you had Je- Rager four four. And he's Jeffers. someone that he's another one I flip flopped on. Yeah. I watched so the first TC I've heard of him. You know, through the college yeah, football yeah. season, I've heard of him. I threw a TCU game on, and I just got an update: the Cowboys signed Alden Smith. Another drug addict, <laughs> abuser, whatever he does. <laughs> pro well, he was like and sober. He's been off for four years. He got like detained. He signed Alden a, Smith. He got detained in a airport, yeah. didn't he? At some point, yeah, he's a bad egg. That's for sure. <laughs> um, my dad's hyped up right now. He likes all the. <laughs> he loves all the uh, those type of guys. He's begging for Randy Gregory and David Irving to come back now. <laughs> well, those are the Cowboys specialties, right? That, trying to that get brought guys. all the Super Bowls in. Yep. Hey, I'm all right with it. Give him a shot. If he doesn't work yeah, out. I, yeah, I imagine it's not a huge contract. No. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's a minimum deal. Yeah. And Randy Gregory should be coming back, side note, now that you can't get suspended for pot. Right, right, right. That's true. So, but All right, but Rieger. We were talking about Rieger. Rieger yeah, so – He's another one I flip-flopped on. I turned on a TCU game in the middle of the season, and he had his worst game of the season. He looked <laughs> terrible. Yeah, He dropped like three balls, and just I was like, this guy stinks. And I immediately dropped him off all my boards. The more I've watched him, obviously, the more I see. Like, I, I, he kind of brings everything to the table. He's got speed. He wins jump balls. Good route runner. Um, he has some drops, which is a little scary. But I thought he was going to run 4-3. At the combine, like mm-hmm. four three flat, yeah, pushing four twos, low four threes, and he was four four eight, four four I think, seven, four four seven. Like, so yeah. I was a little surprising. He clearly added a lot of muscle in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess gearing up for the NFL, and it slowed him down a lot. So I think that kind of hurt him. Um, that dropped him. He was kind of he was out of my top five. Then towards the end of the season, he was creeping up in my top five. And then after the combine, I thought he was, you know, I thought he was going to run four, three and he ran four, four, seven. So I dropped him back out of the top five. Yeah. 
just for that he reason. He still his forty wasn't great, but uh, I'm looking at his uh, like his burst score. So that takes into account uh, broad jump and high jump. Like he still scored really high in yeah. those. So um, I, it might have just been that added weight that he put on, and maybe that was just See, so Rug- Rugs was kind of off the charts. And them too. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, Rugs. I for a guy Rugs's size, he measured out the way you want a guy that size to measure out. Um, so he did combine wise. He did what he had to do. But um, I think with with those guys, we disagree. Even Rugs being one of them, but Higgins being the other, the guys that we kind of disagree on, like those two specifically in this draft, which I think is more running back heavy than wide receiver heavy um i'm i'm just not going to draft those guys because i'm probably going to take a running back so uh yeah i'm i'm yeah i'm the opposite at all really i'm 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 drafting wide receiver in this round in this draft for sure okay well i want to talk about general rookie draft approach but um give me your top five running backs so i have i have clear cut two is i have deandre swift one I have Jonathan Taylor too. After like tier drop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J.K. Dobbins three. I have Cam Akers four, uh-huh. and Clyde Edwards Hilaire five. Yeah. So same top five, a little bit different order. Uh, I would have Taylor one, Swift two, Akers three, Dobbins four. Um, I I think there's then a drop off to Edwards Hilaire at five, um, mm. but. Landing spot dependent. Well, I, with every, with everything, with course. everything, receiver, receiver more so. I think. Yeah. Receiver yeah. landing spot is is huge. Um, yeah, I yeah. think that definitely, obviously, is going to change a lot of rankings. As of now, if it was all neutral, that's how I have it. But yeah, uh, I think I don't know that all four of the my top four running backs. I don't know that they land all of them in like an ideal spot, but mm-hmm. in the universe where they land in an ideal spot. Right. I'm wondering if I don't take lamb fifth overall, like I might take really backs. Yeah. Wow. So I'm so, oh yeah, I'm so far off that train. If I, I'm taking lamb, lamb, one, lamb's your one. Lamb's my one. Lamb okay. is my one. Unless. Yeah. I mean, he would, I don't know where he could go where I wouldn't take him one. I really don't. Hmm. I'm trying to imagine a spot realistically that he could go. Maybe Jacksonville? <laughs> Buffalo? Jacksonville? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Buffalo is any, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. See, the thing I, is, I don't even think – see, I don't think things got hurt from going to Buffalo. I think it's even. Okay, I just I'm, If, he, if he got traded, I would have rather him went somewhere else because I don't think there's anywhere really worse than, than Minnesota. Right. I don't think there's anywhere worse. I think it's only going to be the same or better, and I think it's the same. So I'm not happy with the landing spot, but I don't think I. Yeah. Anyway, so so generally, because I think w- the debate we're kind of having uh, gets to our general rookie approach, where yeah. I also so generally like to head into a rookie draft um, here, and I think this has kind of changed before too, because like with uh, I had the 102. I think it was our first rookie draft. Todd Gurley mm-hmm. and Amari yep. Cooper were the uh, consensus 101 102 depending on the order and uh, i was like really i would have taken Gurley 102 but i was really really hoping that i would get cooper at the 102 because 
wide receiver, they last longer, yada, yada, yada. I think my, my thought process has changed on that. And I think especially in the first round, I want a running back first. Um, you do not agree with that. I've changed. I'm the opposite. I, I, if, you were, if you remember, I was kind of trying to get insight on what you were going to do with the second pick because I traded up for the third pick to get a, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, right, right. I was all on Melvin Gordon coming out. That was my guy. Right. So I, I pretty much you know, wanted insight on if you were going to take Cooper or not to know if to trade up for the three. That was one of the trades yeah. I made with Calhoun. Um, so I was kind of all on, you know, I was still, that was early on in Dynasty, I was all running back because fantasy football is all running backs for me. Is, right. You know. So now I'm, I've really taken the, the wide receiver approach. I think generally in the first round, I'm, I'm looking at wide receivers more than I am running backs. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm looking at running backs. And the, the reason why is because I think they, I think they hold their value better. Um, and I think, honestly, I think they're short-term. I think they make a quicker um, impact in the league than wide receivers. So yeah. I think their value is more likely to go up. And so it goes into trading a little bit. Like I think because I'm willing to trade, I can get a wide receiver that I like in year two cheaper than I can. Like I, you can't trade for Josh Jacobs right now. Right. Like you can't. But if, if you really liked Nikhil Harry coming out or even mm-hmm. like Debo Samuel had a good year, but yeah. I think you can trade for one of those guys. Like yeah. you could, you could, uh, Paris Campbell, um, mm-hmm. AJ Brown is on Delhi's team. You're not getting him. Calhoun. Calhoun's team. So you're not getting him. You're not but getting that's him. because of the team he's on. But like the wide receivers, if you like them as rookies, <laughs> you can get them yeah. in year two. Running backs, I mean, I didn't like David Montgomery. Can I get him? Yeah, but I don't want him. Like I can't get Miles Sanders. I can't get Josh Jacobs. So I'd rather draft them as rookies because that's the cheapest those running backs are going to be. And if I'd like those wide receivers, I just have to have the discipline to remind myself I'd like this guy coming out. He had a disappointing year or at least didn't have a breakout rookie year. So I'm going to go and get him. So that's my thought process and why I want a running back first because he's going to make an impact his rookie year. And if I didn't like him, I can trade them. If I there's a wide receiver out there that I liked, I can go and get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I agree. Um, there's wide receivers that struggle for three to four years before they become anything. Yeah, I mean, just the nature of the position. Running backs usually kind of get if the, if the if a team's drafting a running back early, they want them to play. I mean, right. some teams will draft a, a wide receiver and you know be prepared to kind of sit them for you know, a little bit of time and let them learn the offense and, you know, get acclimated, things like that. So I do agree. I just think when you're looking at a running back, if you hit, if you hit on a running back and you hit on a receiver, that receiver is going to last you like, you know, 10, 10 years. You're looking at 10 years. The running back is going to last you five. Realistic. And it's just, it just goes back to the whole, even in, in the NFL, it's just how it is. I mean, how many players you've been a primary owner for how many years? This is my second year. Really? So, yeah. but three off season, your third off season. So I took, I took because, over the team. I had an off season. One year, another off season. This is my third off season. Okay, how many players have been on your team for three off seasons? 
How many players do I have now that I had when yeah, I took that over? You team? inherited zero. Right. So you're talking to me about 10 years for a wide receiver. What's the likelihood that that wide receiver is on your team for 10 years? Um, I mean, it depends who it is. <laughs> I, I took over Mealy's team. So I. You took over team. team. It's true. But like, I. So I'm trying to think who on my team. When I, when I took over Mealy's team, I put a list of players that I wanted to trade and a list of players I wanted to keep. Yeah. The first thing I did. And the list to keep was. Zeke, Diggs, Tyler Boyd, players like that, and they all ended up getting traded anyway. Right. It was just because the offers were too good. I thought your offer for Diggs, that was the first trade I made. Right. And you got Diggs from me. I thought that was too good to pass up. I thought Falcone's offer for Zeke was too good to pass up. And obviously, I literally never thought in a million years I was going to trade Zeke when I took the team. That's part, you right. know, partially one of the reasons I took the team was because they had Zeke. Right. Um, but he offered me three first-round picks that were going to be high first-round picks. They actually ended up not being as high as I thought they were going to be. It was heads first. It was heads first. Um, and then two other firsts. I don't remember who. Sorry, head. <laughs> I just <laughs> I remember yours was going to be up there. Um, but two other firsts. So that were going to be – I thought I was getting the 1.01, the 1.02, and like the 1.04 to 5. Yeah. Plus Tevin Coleman, plus someone else. So obviously I was going to do that. I just, um, so my, the point I was trying to make is just that I, in my personal thinking it has changed because I get that. Like, yes, wide receivers last longer than running backs. But in the dynasty league, one, who knows what happens? Like this league might not, this league might not exist in five years. But also, my roster is going to look completely different in five years. Yeah. This is, we're heading into the sixth season or seventh season of our league. Uh, Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. I, he's the only player on my team that I drafted, but I also picked him up from free agency. Like he's been on and off my roster multiple times. So right. in six years, my roster has been completely flipped. So I'm not that like, I'm not that yeah. worried about who's going to last longer or not. True. I'm going to find value in a trade when I'm, yeah. when I'm ready to move on from a player, I'm going to move on from him and I'm not worried about when you want him back. You'll get him back. When I, when right. I want him back, I'll get him back in the same way. I agree. I don't, I don't know if I necessarily go into a rookie draft saying I want receivers. It just, right. it depends. I mean, the one year I had the 1.01, I took Fournette over. Yeah. It was between Fournette and Corey Davis. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I, I traded for the pick for Fournette. So, Right. I mean, I don't think there's, you know, I'm not saying I, I, I'm 100% going receiver over running back. I think maybe this year, more than ever, it's kind of going on that, that train for me just because I just love the receivers in this draft. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we come out of the actual NFL draft, I might think a little bit different. But right now, mm. like, I think at least Taylor Swift, I think, are probably my one and two. Yeah. And then depending on landing spots, like I, like I said, I think in an ideal running back draft, which it's not going to happen, maybe mm -hmm. one running back goes in the NFL in the first round. But yeah. like and if the next three went in the second round, like Lamb might be my 105. Right. But, yeah, I, I would never – I mean, Lamb, Lamb and Judy – see, I have this, this draft specifically – I have a tier my, – my first tier is those four. 
And it's, there's a big drop off after that. Like I have Swift, Taylor, Lamb and Judy as my top four. And then big, big drop off. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. So, and Mike, I know Mike has the first pick and the fourth pick. So I know he's kind of had a debate on whether to take a lamb. I might have to reach out to. Or a Swift. (laughs) Who do you get? I might have to talk to Mike real quick. And and Scott. (laughs) But speaking of that conversation, what are the, like, obviously there's crap players that you would give up for the 101. But, like, who are the best players that you would trade right now for the 101? So for so, you, okay, okay. we know now that you're talking about Jared Judy. So, right? CD Lamb. Or, I'm sorry, CD Lamb. So, Jared Judy's my wide receiver one for the draft. For the real NFL draft. For the real NFL draft, Jared but Judy's fantasy wise, fantasy wise, you like CD Lamb as well. That's fair. So, we're talking fantasy. Who yep. would you trade for? Who are some players that people might be surprised that you would trade for Lamb? Okay. So, you were a part of this, you heard the debate that me and Mike had about Julio. Julio, yeah. Yep. So basically we were texting and we were joking around, which, you know, we'll, you know, whatever. He's like, give me McCaffrey, you know, whatever. Jokes yeah. around. He goes, trade me. He goes, give me Julio. I said, okay, give me 1.01. And he laughed at me. <laughs> and I was like, so that's where that stemmed from. So that's where it starts from. I said, okay, give me the 1.01. And he laughed at me. And I was like, I mean, that's actually what it would take. Like, you know, I would, I would need the 1.01 for Julio if I was actually going to give him up, which for me, it really wouldn't make much sense. Right. But, um, yeah, so he was like, that's, you know, that's stupid. I would, I would like, that's not close. I would never trade, you know, CD lamb for, or whoever he takes with the 1.01, which I honestly have no idea what he's doing. We've talked about it a bunch of times. He was all on lamb. Then he goes, Oh yeah, I'm taking Swift. And then, Oh yeah, I'm taking Taylor. So I have no idea what, what he's doing. I really don't. But, at the time, he was all on CD Lamb. So he goes, I would obviously never trade CD Lamb for Julio. And I was like, I mean, that's the value. And he goes, no, that's, that's bad. So that's why I polled you guys to prove a point that it was close. <laughs> right, right. I just wanted a few people to vote Julio just to prove that it was close. Yeah. So I think Julio is like the line okay. that I would do. Um, obviously, I would trade um, like Diggs now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so like any, I don't know. I think I think I would slot them ADP around twenty to twenty five for the one point oh one. Okay, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, um, so Juju, you would trade Juju? I would personally trade Juju. Uh, I just texted your brother, and I said Juju for the one on one, and I also <laughs> <laughs> I just sent you. The so text you would message. do it. So you would do that too. I would do that. I I'm shocked. I did not think you would do that. Uh, Mike said he would definitely not do that. You know yeah, who Mike, else would no, definitely? Mike's not, Mike's not trading the one point one. You know who else would definitely not do that? Scott. Scott. Hundred percent. I'm Scott. shocked that you would do that. I would do that. I'm nervous about Juju. I I probably shouldn't yeah, say this is, on a podcast that our league mates are going to listen to. But I'm I've, I've already talked. I've already just talked all bad about Diggs. But I've been trying to trade him <laughs> to every single person in the league. So want to trade Juju for Diggs? So we had I Diggs is almost gone. By the way, that that trade I made with Billy, we'll get into that after. Okay, okay, uh, I'll, I'll get into more detail about that. Okay, but, but yeah, I think. So yeah, I think Juju is like he's the line. I think Lamb and Judy are just 
much better players than Juju. I really do. Yeah. I, I've, I haven't been a Juju fan since college. Okay. I don't think yeah. I just don't think he's I actually wasn't a fan of his really coming good. out either. And then I, I know Falcone was was on he was on board with me on that. I know he's not a Juju guy either. All right, then I won't talk to him. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't want to talk to Falcone. I think I gotta try and trade Juju Smith Schuster. I'm gonna stop talking for one second. <laughs> All right, I got to try and trade Juju Smith-Schuster between the, the time we end this conversation and I post this right. <laughs> tomorrow morning. <laughs> you better act quick. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I, but I think that like the well, dynasty the startup end. ADP that you talked about, mm-hmm. um, I, that 20, 20. 20, 20th spot, like yeah. I think that's probably about right for the for the one on one. See, the thing is, if I take a running back in the first round, after three years, I'm going to want to trade him. Yeah. There could be a receiver if I draft. I'll keep, I could keep him for... You forever. almost have to. I would keep, keep him, him for at least three years. Well, yeah. And yeah. I, I would have no problem. Keep, like, I just think, like, Fournette, he's in his prime now. But at the same time, I want to get rid of him. Right. Because that prime ends so fast. Yeah. So I just think that's kind of the reason why I lean receiver. But like I said, it, it it depends on the player. I mean, I don't ever go into a specific. I don't ever go into a draft saying, you know, I want receiver or running back. I kind of look take every prospect individually, and yeah, like I loved Fournette coming out. That was kind of one of my. I mean, he's good, but I still think it's a it's a miss. I thought he was going to be you know a star. Like I thought he was going to be dominant. Yeah, and he's he's not. I mean, he averages. People will tell you he averages three yards a carry. So yeah. <laughs> Wasn't as good as I thought he was going to be. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Still better than Corey Davis, but he is. That's true. Uh, I do think. I, I think. I mean, I would. There are times where I would certainly take a uh, wide receiver over a running back, obviously, in the first round or whatever. Um, but like, if I can take a running back, I think I'm going to. Like if it's close, I'm gonna take the running back. That's kind of where I'm at with the the first round. But. Yeah, and I'm the yep. I'm right there with the opposite. If it's close, I'm probably gonna lean receiver. Yeah. Um. So, uh, did you have any other rookie stuff? Um. Oh, so we have the 11th pick in our super flex. We do. And I was thinking. That's well, now, really... now, now we're going to struggle. You're going to want a running back. I'm going to want a receiver. <laughs> well, but I think in the in a superflex league, whoever we like, someone's going to fall to us. Because I I really don't like. I still don't get superflex that well. I'm still kind of off on like quarterback value. I don't yeah. know. Like I if you know if I have the first pick, I don't want to take Burrow or Tua. But is that the pick? I think Burrow's the one one. Is Burrow the pick? But I'm never doing that. I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah. And I want to apologize right now for convincing you to trade Lamar Jackson. I know. In a super flex league. He's I know. Probably what? <laughs> so is he the one point oh one? I don't know. Like I like I said, I don't know super flex like that at all. Yeah, I bet uh, there are people out there who probably take Mahomes still. Right. Like they're not so, be- like you. Yeah. They're they're not believers in yeah. Jackson. But so, so, sorry about that. I bet they're the one. I was like the first. The first thing I did as a co-owner was like, okay, we're trading Lamar Jackson. And I mean, we got a first. I don't know what it ended up being. We got the first, and then we traded the first 
for Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So not good at all. I mean, we won the first we year. We won. We won. So. And we were second last year. Last year, yeah. So mm. results-based, we won that yeah. trade. You look yeah. forward, <laughs> we, then we, we, lost. Lost, we lost that trade. <laughs> Absolutely. But why look forward when you can look back at the past? Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually – I thought – our quarterback situation was good. Like just mentally, I thought it was, but I'm looking at it now and like, I'm going to be honest. I haven't looked at the roster in a while. That's fine. So Trubisky, Kirk cousins might not be. So Kirk cousins is like our guaranteed starter. Right. Uh, I was all in on Trubisky, man. Trubisky <laughs> might not MVP. be. Uh, Andy Dalton, <laughs> not going to start for Cincy. That's for sure. Wow. Yeah, we're in trouble. Uh, Derek Carr, Probably we, we have Derek Carr. We have Derek Carr. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, we have Teddy Bridgewater. So we have okay. we have a second starter. That helps. That's good. Okay. That's good. And Tyrod Taylor, who I oh, okay. hope that he's weak. He's. I think he's week one starter. I do. I do. So we might have three week one starters. Four if it's Derek Carr, but four. I no five. Trubisky. Trubisky starts week one. Over yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. going by week three. Well, but he starts week one. Over Foles, I, I think I'm he starts week one. Confident. I if I had to bet on one of the two of them, I might bet. I might bet on Trubisky, mm-hmm. but it's probably closer than even sixty forty. I agree. I agree. Um, you don't think Derek Carr is in Las Vegas? Uh, no, I do. I thought in the I, that podcast that you did with your other friends or whatever, you said you think he was traded on draft day. I um, that? I don't. Maybe that I, was the other guys. That yeah, it was. It was one of the other two that said that. I don't think okay. I said that. Okay. I think he's there. Yeah. Um, I think if Herbert falls to twelve, they take him. Yeah. I don't know if that's what happened in our mock, but. And then they have to do something. Yeah. You know exactly. You, yeah, I think they don't go into the season with Herbert, Carr, and Mariota, right? No, they would. I think they would move card. They have point. to do something, and they just. I think. I think they take a receiver. I think the Raiders yeah. take a receiver. I do. Yeah. If Herbert fell to him, which I don't see happening, I think they would take him. But so we are. We're in a decent position. Even if Trubisky doesn't start, we have. We have uh, enough. Yeah. We have Cousins, Bridgewater, and Taylor, um, right. and then Carr. Um, so we're good with quarterback. So at eleven, like I got to think, at least. Tua and uh, Burrow, will be Burrow go before there. Yeah. So that drops one of the your top five and your top four mm-hmm. running backs fall. One of someone's available at eleven. Yeah, and obviously, like we said, it's going to depend on draft. You know where they actually go in the draft. Yeah. Um, right now, I think those five running backs are like it. I'm kind of after that. It's yeah, I mean, I, I think touch. there's a yeah, I think there's a big drop off between Dobbins and Edwards Hilaire, and then after Edward Edwards mm-hmm. Hilaire, there's another a, drop off. Another drop off. Yeah, I agree yeah. with. I I think Edwards Hilaire could. I think he's he's could be an Austin Eckler type. Yeah, I think I could see numbers out of him. I think after him, there's a there's a significant drop off. Yeah. So any of the five, if you look at those five running backs and then the five receivers. That's 10 right there. Plus, you're going to have the two quarterbacks go. So, we're going to get one of those players. Obviously, not going to be Higgins. I'm not going to get you on board with that. No, I'm but, not drafting um, If Mitt Ruggs is going to go, 
because he's going to get drafted early. Yeah. He won't be there. So if we're looking at Mims, I think we'd be ecstatic. Yeah. And and I actually, I I think if Mims is drafted by the Eagles, though, we might be in trouble. Oh, no, we won't get him. Because every every league we're a part of has. Jefferson was your five. I I like Jefferson a lot more in terms of NFL than than fantasy. Mm. Yeah. I think he's going to be a very solid NFL receiver. I just don't think he's going to put up monster numbers. I think he's reliable, um, consistent, but I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he's ever going to be over a thousand yards, double digit touchdowns, hundred percent. I don't think he's ever going to be that type of guy. Yeah. I think that's fair. I actually have him and rugs kind of. Yeah. And I like, I like, I said, I like Jefferson a lot. I think he's going to be, you know, really good for a team. You know what you're getting. He's got a high floor, but I just don't see the ceiling being, I mean, you watch him and Jamar Chase on the same team, and it's just you know, yeah. Which comparing anyone to Jamar Chase is a little unfair right now. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know yeah. who we're getting at the one eleven, but I'm happy to pick at the one eleven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And our our quarterback situation is not elite, but it's good. Not as enough. bad. I thought once you mentioned Trubisky, and I realized that was like our QB two. I was a little nervous. <laughs> I was. But I, I forgot that better. Bridgewater. We got Bridgewater for, yeah. for nothing. Yeah. So that helps. And like, even in a super flex, I think if we're starting Cousins and Bridgewater, mm-hmm. and we, we can make up those points somewhere else. Yeah. So well, Hopkins might have did that, but. Shut up. Um, <laughs> this is Chubb's real breakout season. RB1 season. <laughs> RB1. So, Chubb. Uh, so if you, go ahead. A little draft related, but. Um, not fantasy related, yeah. more Eagles. Just out of curiosity, if you listen to the other pod, I'm on with two Eagles fans and we talk about just draft stuff. Yeah. I was kind of curious on your top five kind of wish list for the Eagles who yeah. at 21. Yeah. Um, now I would say, <clears throat> obviously, we're trying to keep it realistic. Right. I would say if you're talking any of the top three receivers, you could throw them in there, but it would be kind of a, a trade up a few spots. So you'd have to give up the top three receivers. The top three. Lamb Judy Lamb Judy and Rugs for the draft. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you you can throw them in there, but it would be you would lose maybe, I don't know, a third round pick. Yeah. You would lose the other third that you have um to move up a few spots to get them. Because I don't think either of those three are going to be there at twenty one. Yeah. Um well what I think is actually going to happen is that they're going to draft T. Higgins because I really? don't like him. No, stop, stop. They're not drafting T. Higgins. Yeah, I think Jefferson is the like the consensus right now. For the Eagles? Yeah. I wouldn't hate that. I would prefer uh, Mims. Yeah. Um, and when we, we actually mocked with a couple guys from the league, and I, uh, he was available, and I picked for the Eagles, and that's who I mocked there. Uh, so without really – uh, Mims or Jefferson? Mims, Mims. Mims. I would so Mims is definitely one of the guys that I would I would put there. Um, I don't know that I, I don't know that he's number one or number five. I don't know where he is in that order. Mm. Um, but I mean, I think um, I would like um, AJ. What's the dude's name from Iowa? AJ uh, Epinesa. Epinesa. Yeah. Yeah, that's my least. That's he's my Taco Charlton of this year. Which is you do not want him. Which is I'm leaving. All. I'm quitting football if we take him. If the Cowboys do, yeah. 
So you don't like him? I do not. Is what you'd be happy if the Eagles picked him? I would be ecstatic if the Eagles picked him. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. He feels a positional but need. I'm, I'm on, like you know, I'm on my own boat with that. Everyone yeah, yeah. disagrees with me. Yeah, I actually bet. I bet his over. Thirty-four and a half in Vegas, and he's virtually in every single first mock, like first round mock I've, I've I've read. Yeah, yeah. And I took his over thirty-four and a half. Side note: Denzel Mims thirty-four and a half as well. Under lock it in. He's a first round pick all day. Yeah, I might. So, so that's the money. that's the betting line right there. I might have yeah. to. I might have Draft to cash Kings, in on 34 that. Thirty-four and a half. Yep. Um. After the Eagles, See, I, th- I think Eagles fans would ride if they took another D lineman, but. After their off season, yeah, 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 but at least it's an end. I mean, they right, n- not a ta- uh, tackle, because um, I've seen a, I've seen a mock or two that put um, cornerback uh, Christian Fulton. Hmm. I saw that, but he's another one. I and I would like you don't like it. He's my two. You just named my two guys. I hate the most. Evanessa <laughs> and Fulton are my two. Like That's I do funny. not want. That's funny. I'm not even going to like fight you on it because I would say this is probably the least like, especially when we get outside of offensive skill positions, like this is the least like uh, informed I've been in a while. Um, But after Slay and um, even uh, uh, Roby Coleman, Roby Coleman, um, I don't, I don't know that they go Mm -hmm. cornerback with that. Um, Safety, I think the fact that we're talking about Jalen Mills, like replacing Malcolm Jenkins, kind of makes me want Apparently to like official jump in front of like an Amtrak, yeah, bus or something. Like, I no, I don't want that at all. Um, so another LSU player, Grant Delpit. Oh my dude, you're naming all my most, my most hated players. <laughs> I hate Delpit, <laughs> I hate Vanessa, and I hate Fulton. I'm making you my three most hated players. Because, in the track, um, well, at least I have Mims in there. We both. I do like Mims. We like Mims. Um, and then linebacker. Uh, let's see. Do you hate Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma? He's one of my draft crushes. Okay. He's my guy. So All it, in on Kenneth Murray. So there you go. He's my number one. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Kenneth Murray number one, Denzel Mims number two, <laughs> and then the three guys that you hate, three, four, and five. Yeah, they're all five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but Kenneth Murray, I think obviously the Eagles have nobody at tight end. Like at, we at linebacker in, or at linebacker. Sorry, yeah. I said tight end. I say that's um, their yeah. Uh, in our Slack, like we, it's you and Mike, and I guess Billy, and then Chris. all, oh, uh, and Chris, and then all Eagles fans, and there's mm-hmm. like twenty people in there, mm-hmm. and I don't think any of us could have named more than one Eagle starting linebacker. Oh, I, it's funny. I literally just asked my two friends that I was on the pod with. I just asked them. I said, who name, like who were the Eagles linebackers? I don't know one. I didn't know if Nate Gary counted or That's whatever. the only one I can name. Nate Gary is the only one I can name. <laughs> they lost Gruget Hill. They lost Bradham. Yeah. I said, I don't know a single linebacker on the team. And the last mock we did, my, my buddy mocked, Kenneth Murray to the Eagles and he said I know for a fact they're never going to do this but I'm going to do it anyway because that's who I would take yeah so it's more so like what he would do more than like trying to predict he said right. I know that they're not going to do this because they just don't value the linebacker position but if Kenneth Murray and Patrick Queen are both there 
and the top three receivers are gone, I mean, I think it would be a slam dunk. You're going to get – you could get a very quality receiver in the second round with their yeah. pick, which everyone knows. I mean, we've talked about how deep the receiver draft is. I don't think – I feel like if you take Jefferson – I mean, I do like Mims, but if you take one of those guys, I just feel like you're just settling. Right, right. Rather than getting one of the top guys. At, if you get Murray or Queen, like you're getting – you know, you're getting a top tier. You're getting one of the best linebackers in the draft rather than just kind of settling for a receiver because you need one. Right. You take the best player available at a position and then you get a receiver later on. But. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think you can get uh I'd be yeah. I you could talk me into even being okay with the T Higgins if he's available mm-hmm. in round two. He'll yeah. No, nah, I don't <laughs> I don't think he's available in round two that late. But me neither. But that's when I can be talked into that's it. when you would be, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think uh if we they can go I mean, I think linebacker is the biggest need, even more than wide receiver. I think wide receiver yeah. is a big need, but I think linebacker is a bigger need when we can only come up with Nathan Gary. That's the only thing yeah. we can come up with. So They say uh, linebacker doesn't matter. That's what I was told, so I don't know. Well, they've been wrong many times <laughs> before. And maybe uh, – I have an NFL question, but uh, a sillier one. Um, if you were quarantined, with mm-hmm. just just you and just mm-hmm. one NFL player, who would it be and why? Um, so I think anyone that knows me kind of knows this answer already. I, I want to give know. you a guess. All right, so I don't know if this guy counts. He's not. He's he's in the NFL. He's not in the NFL anymore. You know who it is. Wow. You know who my favorite football player ever is. Like Dak. No. I mean, why did I say Dak? Den, um, Des. Yes. That's fair. So obviously, I would pick this in a heartbeat. All right. So he's not on an NFL roster. He's not. So I have so to pick someone else. Pick someone else. <laughs> we brought this guy up a lot tonight. I would probably pick Stefan Diggs. That's, <laughs> That's fair. I, don't, I have no, and I don't have a reasoning why at all. I have no reasoning at all. I just, he's just the man. Like, I just he, like him. I'd love. I love Diggs. Stephon I don't Diggs. know why. You I and I, him. I think, are Diggs' favorite. We are the two fanboys. Hundred percent. Absolutely, absolutely. I've been trying to get Diggs for f- four years so, since I was like with a Mike. Week, like, a week after I traded for him. No, I was trying to get Diggs back with Mike when I was before coaching I with Mike. For him. And then I get, and then I take over the team with Diggs, and I trade him in the first week. <laughs> but I don't know. And now I got him back, and I want to trade him again. So maybe I don't like Diggs that much. I don't know. But I, I, yeah, yeah, I would pick. I would pick Diggs. I gotta because, say, like since he's been traded, he's been fun on Twitter. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter or oh, been checking it out. Oh, oh I follow him. <laughs> but he went from, like, just I'm going to bitch and complain on Twitter to being, like, NFL oh. analyst on yeah. Twitter. Like, he's just having fun with stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think Diggs is a good one. And while I am scared of his NFL production, I am absolutely hanging out with Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, without That's a, a doubt. One. That's a very I, good one. I am stuck with Juju, yeah, and we are a having a hell of a time. And there's no that's doubt That's a great about one. It. Uh all right, uh, I almost called you Mike. Uh, Troy, you got anything else for us? Any parting words? Um, not really. I think we covered pretty much everything. We got it all. That was long. I think we did. It was. Like an hour and a half. In, was it? But Time goes. I think we started at like 8.45, 8.50, something yeah. like that. So, all right, man. It was We're fun. done. It was fun. All right, man. For sure.
Be safe. I stopped my video. I meant to stop the recording.